Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Turn my music high, 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 yeah. Sure I do. I'm from the streets where the hood swallow on me. Bullets will follow on me. There's so much coke that you can run the slalom. The cops comb the shit top to bottom. They say that we are prone to violence. Welcome back to a fresh new episode of Missing Curfew Up Down. Oh, what's up, fella fella? Curfew Calls Edition. Um idea by our boy Maxi. And Banger. We're just gonna get ripped here and just, just answer a couple questions, huh? What have you thought about the curfew calls? You know, I like them. Yeah, I think it's been a pretty good idea. Yeah, for the I like here. when the guys kind of, they tell their story, they get kind of to the point and they don't like drag it on too much. It's uh, kind yeah. of, it's uh, either radio or TV 101. They just don't drag it on. Yeah, there's a couple guys that aren't ready to host their own podcast, no, I don't think, no. right? They're probably oh. just shit-faced in their basement, though, when they're calling. Well, they're probably hiding from their wives. They just finished jerking off and now they're ready to call, <laughs> call in. Although you could probably say we probably weren't ready to host a podcast when we first started either. But Yeah, uh, no, you're right. Keep them short and sweet. I like when they're short and sweet. Um, we've been pretty nice to guys yet, right? We haven't ripped any guys I've called. And all the calls have been pretty, pretty yeah. solid. Yeah, solid. Yeah, I would say solid. I'm looking forward to this. I think Maxie, Maxie kind of teased that there might be a couple coming at me. And I say fucking bring it on, boys. All right? I, bring it on. Let's what do it. you got to fucking say to me? Bring it on. I mean, all these boys, they're just like, you know, they're, you can tell how big of a fucking mutant people are by their hotmail accounts. <laughs> like these fucking, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Kiss yeah, my yeah. ball sack at hotmail.com. I'm sure this guy's a fucking, you know, good guy. And who is this Who guy? still uses a hotmail, by the way? Wasn't that? I had a hotmail account in junior. Monty, right? Is it a Gmail now? Or? Monty beers on me. 96. I, I don't mind that okay. one. Beers on you, bud. All Do right. you guys have Hotmail, Binger, Maxi? No, right? No, no, no. Hotmail no. was like updog. What was that thing called in junior? ICQ. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, eh? Huh? We would get a heads up. That was about two charades. Updog, what was it like a junior? ICQ. <laughs> Remember, Remember that? That's how you would like talk to people That's back in the day. That was the first ever First ever social. It was before AOL Messenger. It was ICQ. ICQ. In Canada, anyway. In Canada. We had AIM. That was my first social platform. AIM. I just remember down in my billets basement trying to talk to girls on ICQ. The little green flower would mean you were online. I'm like, is she there? Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, baby? How are you? All right. I remember playing Duke Nukem with a dial-up modem. (laughs) What's Duke? What's Duke? It was like the first ever um, player, like first player like game. 
Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Like you before Super through, Mario Brothers and all that? It was before, uh, well, before Super Mario Brothers with the gun, like Duck Hunt. Is that what you mean? I used to love Duck Hunt. Okay, no, so that was with the gun. This is on the computer, and it was basically first shooter, and used to get the rocket launcher, used to get like, but before James Bond, if that was your question. Ah, I never James played Bond was on Super Nintendo. Like, N64. 64, thank you. Greatest oh, boy, game. Maxi. This was before. Bond was the greatest game? Uh, this was before James Bond. It was the fucking best game, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. James Bond, I'll play oh, yeah. you right now. <laughs> you do four players, you get, you know, everybody sitting there and the controllers is, is great. Sick, yeah. I got around the corner with the little pistol. I like the yeah. little pistol. You oh, get I did, pretty play, accurate that. I did play that. I, yeah. I, sucked, I sucked at it. Oh, it was a great the same exact song for every map just playing on loop. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play Duck Hunt, Duck Hunt at all? Of course. Yeah, I got to yeah, be honest. I, I I would cheat. You would cheat if I was hunt. struggling. I would get closer and closer to the to the screen. Well, that's because you just got long fucking arms. I get frustrated. I hear, wah, 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 and wah, your hand wah. is bigger than a gun. <laughs> Remember when they fly away? Wah, 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 yeah. wah, you're like fuck off. I get in there as close as I could. But Duck Hunt, Super Mario Brothers were my games that I really dialed into. And then nice. Blades of Steel. Remember that game? Yeah. <laughs> would you use the Oh, no, that was... Uh, uh, ice hockey, ice the fat hockey. guy, the skinny guy, and the medium guy. Fuck, were they bang on with that? Yeah, I would go a lot of fat guys and skinny guys. I No medium guys. No? Big bruisers and then fucking buzz sauce. So no no character guys. Eh? You just needed either the highly fast-skilled guy guys the and little coyote. Yeah, like the devils now. They got meat on the back end and speed up front, and they're fucking first in the match. And a good-looking trainer on the bench. Frosty, I love you, buddy. Uh, curfew calls here. Looking forward to it. Maxi Binger, great idea. Send it, Maxie. Let's see what these fellas got to say. We got a real mixed bag for you guys here today, but we'll start off with uh, one that I think is a good one. Okay. Fellas, you fucking beauties. Brett Fox here from up in Alberta. You were just talking about Hubie and uh, Weegsy Babe talking about money on the board. I just want to hear what's the most you fellas ever put up, what the reason was, and maybe some good stories about other guys and some big moolah on the board. Thanks, fellas. Like always. Rest in peace, Jimmy Hayes. Keep up the great work. Well, well uh, said about Scoopsy. Thanks, yeah. brother. Yeah, I agree. Around the holidays, it's always nice to yeah. hear, you know, miss him. His little kid, um, Bo. Bo yeah. Did you see him in the Franklin mini stick thing? They put him like on the cover of, because he's got that sick setup down in the I basement, right? It. Yeah, no, it's, on, it's awesome. Yeah. For like the, for kids. Yeah. It's for him. like a Christmas For thing. like they're like, cause he, he's set yeah. up down the basement is nationally. He's yeah, got the little Franklin net with the ice and it's a picture of him. I mean. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. Awesome. He's, he's a little Jimmy scoops. Um, to answer your question. Yeah. Money on the board. I remember my first ever game and, and we just talked about frosty. My, I was in uh long Island Nassau Coliseum for my first NHL game. And that was uh, where you played your first one, huh? Yeah. You're like, this is NHL, eh? Fuck. Yeah, it was fucked. <laughs> and so Frosty came up to me and was like, all right, like you, you know, your first game, you're the first rounder, you signed a big, you know, signing bonus. This is. Give your balls a tug. Yeah. I'm like, well, what does that mean? And he's like, I need you to, how, you need to fire. How much money did you have in your account? Did you already get your signing bonus? So you had some cash? I did not. No, I had got a, I like, got a pretty nice check after training camp because I played in like, I think I played in five or six um, regular season games. No exhibition games, and you used to get paid for That's those. That's right, thousand bucks a game or something, was right? Maybe more. Yeah. I think I maybe got like I don't think maybe twenty five hundred bucks a game or something, maybe more. I don't think the Ducks ever paid me for my couple exhibition yeah. games before I made the squad. Well, this was before. This was you probably did that after the lockout. No, oh, my, no, my okay. first exhibition games were pre lockout. Two thousand two. Yeah. 
So I think I got a check with all my escrow and and uh, not escrow, fucking escrow. That's all your pre, all your pregame, all your pregame, all yeah. your preseason games, and and the per diem per day. Yeah, so eighty-five bucks like, a day. I might they might have gave me I don't know ten grand. So you could have paid it up ten grand. You had enough that. to pay, but yeah, I, I had to put. I think I put twenty five hundred for the team and a thousand bucks for the trainers at that time. Wow, that's fucking large as a rookie. Yeah, yeah, for my first ever game. That's crazy. And I just got talked into it. I had a you know a bunch of vets on my team that were like, "All right, kid." Yeah, I often tell the story. I was I was not a first rounder like you. Um, if I wouldn't have made the Ducks the year I did and played another year in the minors, making seventy grand, I would have had to got a job that next summer. I didn't have enough money. I blew yeah, my fucking sure. signing bonus. So yeah. when I put money on the board, I had no money. I went to training camp the year I made the Ducks. I think I had ten grand in my checkings account, and yeah. that was it. Maybe less to my name. So I think I put up a thousand bucks my first for game. sure. I, and lots. I was like, "Fuck, boys! I don't even know if I can get a thousand bucks out of my bank account." Like my, my I think my limit was two hundred fifty bucks. Prongs at the time. is probably like, Prongs is looking at me like, "Who is this yeah, fucking yeah, kid? Yeah. Hey? He wants some money. He should have lent me some money." Um, <laughs> and then, and then you know, I, I signed a, a half decent ticket before. Um, you were but a I fucking bonus, more, baby. Put, baby. You said a million bucks, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I was. A million bucks, boys. But listen, I probably put up more money when I first made the St. Louis Blues off of PTO because I was so fucking fired up. Then I would have put up, I might have put five grand up. Wow. I was making 675 or 720. So for me, my biggest one was my return to Vancouver. I put up, um, what did I put up? I think I put up 2500 and then 1000 to the game winner. Yeah, that's that's yeah. yeah, and that was my standard. biggest one. But my my standard on the board was five hundred. If it was just I don't know, whatever. Hey, boys, we need to win five hundred. Back to Toronto, Anaheim, anywhere else, I put a thousand bucks on the board. Yeah, that's standard. Yeah, and then if uh, you know if if it's rally time, you I would go up to the board and I'd I'd have the marker and I'd just start looking around and be yeah. like, hey, Who's O'Brien. Going? Let's go. How thousand. About, how about these? You'd be guys? like, well, for what? I'm like, just shut up. Thousand. Yeah, and then I go to the next guy. I'd be like, hey, you match this or what? And then like, hey, Vladdy, you got fucking, you're making eight, 8.5. How many rubles, Vladdy? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. And then by the, by the end of it, this game, you're all fired up, fucking ready for warmups because there's 25,000 on the board. Yeah. And by the way, it's an investment in your fucking year end bender. It is. But how about the guys on the other end where they're like, ah, you're like, you haven't put any money on the board. Oh, we always lose when we put when I put money on the board. Remember those guys, the cheap fuckers? We always lose when I put yeah, money. Yeah. I'm like, fuck off. Totally. And they're like, well, I'll put a silent 500 up. I'm yeah, like, you think up. that's why we lost? Because you put $500 on the fucking board? We lost because you don't harder. fucking play hard. Yeah, play hard. Because <laughs> you don't get in the lane, you don't fucking hit, you don't get pucks out, and you stink. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the board, brother. Cock sniffer. I mean, yeah. not cock sniffer, like jock sniffer. Yeah. You know who put a lot of money up on a regular basis? It was Toots in Nashville. Anytime Toots went to the board, it was a thousand. <laughs> For sure. It was a thousand. Like, Anytime you would bet after the river, yeah, uh, after the I, river, it'd be minimum a yeah, thousand too. It was Toots, a thousand. Uh, the biggest return in a game, I want to say it probably had to be, probably had to be Matt Sundin back to Toronto. I don't know exactly. Well, I know exactly what it was. He put something outrageous on the board and then a team night out and he took us to music. And what a night it was in nice. Toronto. Did you ever go to music back in the day? Of course uh, you did. Maybe. Yeah, you uh, had to. But Matt's came out, and and it wasn't just like, "Hey, boys, take my credit card." Matt's came out; he was dead tired after the game, and we, just, you know, I went full up, dog. I put on a show for him. The next day, he's like, "Fuck, you're going hard, eh?" Epic. Uh, Foxy, thanks for the call, buddy. Up, dog. Everyone out there, up, dog. Side for a million dollars when he was nineteen, just half hard, ready to rock. 
Great stories, great stories. <laughs> uh, next, we got uh, Chewy here with a question. Fellas, what's up? Steve here, or Chewy as some of the boys call me. Obes, we actually share a, a former teammate in Trevor the Train Gillies. I just, I know you've mentioned him a couple times on the pod, but if you could share one or two of his of your memorable stories of him, that'd be awesome. But keep doing what you guys are doing. Love the pod. Thanks. Where did you play Achilles again? Chewy, the train, the gills train. I got a picture of the gills in my bathroom yeah. over top of my uh, the pisser, actually, gills. Um, it says two olbs, one of the, one of the, it's a great picture. We're in the jungle and he's going like this. It says Gillies and he said two olbs, one of the biggest beauties to play the game. Don't sweat the petty, don't sweat the petty things. I don't, what do you say? Don't sweat the petty things. Pet the sweaty things or something, <laughs> something like about I don't know. He's yeah. a, he's a fucking I beauty. That's exactly. Don't sweat the petty things. Pet the sweaty things or something. So the train, the gills train. I love the train. Um, use his warm up. His warm up routine was like a fucking heavyweight fighter trying to get ready for a fucking game. He had a sweat jacket and tunes, and he'd be fucking. Ah, ah, I'm like Jesus Christ. This guy's gonna kill somebody. Yeah, those fucking guys um, are nuts. I would always go to Gills because Gills would snap about passes on the tape, right? Like you put, I'd be like, boys, watch this. Gills is coming around. I'm going to fucking rip this on his back end. <laughs> and I'd rip it on his back end and he'd turn around, fucking passes on the tape. Oh, fucking passes on the tape. Um, but one of my favorite Gills stories was we were in the jungle and he was, I don't know, he was having a tough day already. And like something happened at the rink and, and he you know, wasn't in the lineup and something happened with his family back home. And we're driving to, to uh, <laughs> To lunch, and I'm in this shitty rental car in Habitsford, British Columbia. And if we don't get, if he doesn't get pinched for no seatbelt, the cop pulls him over for no seatbelt, gives him a ticket, and Gills went bananas in this little rental car. I thought he was going to break the car. He's fucking like, fuck, fuck, in the dashboard. And I'm like, Gills, calm down, man. It's a rental. Uh, man, he, he was, ripped the steering wheel right off. Yeah, he, he could have ripped the steering wheel right off. The guy was an absolute <laughs> killer. Um, you know, he used to get fired up in Portland at times, right? And guys would be like, go calm Gills down. I'm like, fuck you. You go calm him down. Yeah. I'm not calming him down. He's going to punch me. So uh, one of my favorite teammates, he loves the pod. We got to get him on. You know, we should get him on in the new year, but uh, no better teammate than the train. You play with him in Portland and in Abbotsford? Yeah. Both both ways. Yeah. Wow. We had the toughest team in Portland. It was a lot. We had him, yeah. Kanopka, Jordan Smith, Nathan Saunders, myself, um, I'm missing guys and Gills would come out with this fucking Mohawk and he would work the line and we would just be like, what is anyone going to do tonight? Yeah. And if you don't want him, grab Kanopka. You don't want him, grab Smitty. You don't want him, grab Saunders. That's it was crazy. Like, yeah. So Gills, I love you, buddy. We'll get you on the pod. Chewy. Thanks for the call, fella. Fellas. Let me tell you, I'm going to set the mood. It's a Friday night, 10 to 12. Pretty drunk. Listen to your care for you. <laughs> love it. Love both of you. Love us news every week. Anyhow, we're going to move on from that. Everybody tells you that. I got a buddy. He's the only player in Ontario Junior C history to lead the playoffs in points and in penalty minutes. Beauty. Here's some of his one-liners. Sully, I took a guy to work this week. I asked him, what street is the Hunter Street Bridge on? Poor fella. You guys have to have a buddy that's got one-liners like this. Let me know. This is my question. Who's your buddy that's phenomenal, but is just a space cadet? Talk to you later. Keep it rolling. 
What the fuck? What the fuck? What was his, what was his name? Soulfact? Soul fact. What are you Sorry. smoking, bro? I want some. <laughs> what do you say? He's Sully? smoking the shit you got out here in California. Oh, I didn't understand one one thing on that one liner. Listen, I'm going to say first of all, <laughs> I love that you're listening to our podcast just pinned at yeah, twelve on o'clock a Friday because it's probably the best way to listen to it. So thank you for listening at that time. You fucking absolute beauty. I don't, what was this question? Who, who? who do we have that are good at one liners, but they're just space cadets like that guy? Well, I will say this. Joffrey Lupel is the best texter I've ever. Yeah, or if you're watching, yeah, if you're watching a game and you got a few pints in you. His texting ability, Loops yeah. is funnier. Loops is funny in real life too, don't get me wrong. But Loops is text like I've always told him, like he could write a book. I truly believe Loops could write a book if he sat down and like he's yeah. very articulate. Is that the right word? Yep. And his texts are funny. Like he gets he'll text me stuff sometimes. He'll text me stuff sometimes, and I'm like, that's hilarious. So when it comes to texting one-liners and things, I'm going to say Joffrey Lupel. Um, one-liner space cadet? I don't really know. I don't know either. Yeah, I mean, you're you're good at one-liners too, especially if you're fucking, if, if we're I, golfing and you're like, hey, yeah. heads up over there. Watch out for my dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on a random fucking yeah. fairway. Left, low, and um, left. Uh, yeah. No, you're, you're, yeah, you're great at that. Um Schwartzy is hilarious. So that Jaden Schwartz is probably the identical or, you know, and I would probably say some guys would say that about me for saying random shit. I um, mean, buddy, if you get you in your element where you're like, yeah, like even yeah. when we were in Kabul, yeah. <laughs> some of the shit you said was like, we were like, I think you got fucking glue on your ball <laughs> or something like, yeah, Gosh. you're, I mean, you're one of the funniest guys I've ever met when you're like, when you're fucking into it. Like that was focused. a sick goal. Sorry. Yeah. See, like, point, point, point being, right? He's like, oh, there's, there's, oh, look at ice. Uh, oh, look, ice. <laughs> look, oh, frost. Uh, uh, who had great one-liners that I played with, though? Fuck, I can't think of anyone. Um, oh, Steve Ott. Fuck. Otter was great. Otter, I'm sure, was great. I'm going to go back to a guy by the name of Chris McAlpine. We signed him in the, in the lockout here, Casey Hankins. Shout out to Hank. The all-American dream, Casey Hankinson, was our captain. And we signed this guy, Chris McAlpine. And obviously, up dog, I'm young. I'm thinking, fuck, this veteran guy's coming and take my ice time. I don't even know his name. I called him Chris McQuiggle. So the voice that <laughs> we started calling him Quigsy, but he was a great fucking guy. And he had these one-liners out. So I was like on the fucking bus one day. And I'm like, how good is a chew after a big win? Hey, boys, I'm putting one in. He's sitting in front of us. A beauty guy's been in the league to NHL for 600 games. He's sitting in front of us. He's like, how good's a chew after a fucking turkey dinner? Like he was just like he just had great things to go. So I'm gonna say Chris McAlpine. He had some other one-liners that were great. And then Disco Dan Bilesma. This guy would come in before games doing naked cartwheels, and he had great Dan Bilesma had a great set saying, uh, Jack of all trade, master of none. Yeah. yeah. So that was always okay. a good one. But yeah. Um, yeah. All right. There well, we go, buddy. Thanks question. for the call, yeah, but I, yeah. I, whatever you're smoking up there. Where was he from? Ontario? I don't even know. Junior C. <laughs> okay. What a league. What a league. You guys want to read this first one from Gong Show Tie 88? Sure. It's a long story, but it, Gong it's Gong Show Tie. See these names? These guys are just Gong guys. Show Tie 88. He's just a Gong Show guy. Guaranteed. He's, I see something here about McDonald's drive through so here we go. Tales from the Mem Cup. What's up, fellas? The year is 2005, and our buddy is playing as a seventh defenseman for the London Knights. Great city, London. So we load up a crew and head east on the 401 to London for a week of boo as hockey and Western Bronze. <laughs> so Western University is known in Ontario for the best best looking girls, best party chicks. And that's, that's what they call them, Western. It's Western yeah. University. Yeah. So Western Bronze. 
I had a couple of good nights. Uh, Thursday night, we head out for a night of debauchery and end up at the Bark and Frog. Not feeling the vibe and the desire to put any of these co-eds on scholarships. We make a line change and head straight to Old Chicago, a.k.a. the best cougar bar in southwestern Ontario at the time. Here's where the night gets interesting. I will... I wheel some 45-year-old divorced divorcee, and she brings me back to her condo. Now I'm in one, and she fucks, fellas. <laughs> Long story short, she turned, she turned me into a man that night, but as the day breaks, she jumps in the shower, and that's where I make my exit. But before I grab $60 from the purse, <laughs> from her purse for the cab ride and McDonald's drive through back to the hotel I was staying at, but don't judge me for robbing her. I spent I spent way more than that on penicillin for the clap she gave me. <laughs> oh. oh fuck, Obi! I don't know what's funnier, that story or you reading it. I know, right? I mean, that, that is, is listen, that's high quality stuff. There, Ty Kisner's his name. What a story! <laughs> you're giving him away. Eh? I'm giving him away. I'm giving him away. Are we not supposed to give? Away? If you're calling hey. it a curfew cop, I'm giving yeah, you away. No, a curfew call. I'm giving well you done, away, brother. Great story. What, I mean, listen, London's unbelievable. <laughs> I bet it makes me realize my first experience with an older girl. So I would go to I go to I go to All Star Break for the for my first year pro in uh, I'm in Cincinnati. We go to Vegas Up Dogs. I end up leaving Vegas. I got no money. I can't even get a cab to get out of there. Anyways, long story short, there was a fashion convention at our hotel, and I met this older gal from St. Louis, and I was 21 years old. And Up Dog, I'm telling you, buddy. <laughs> it was a, one of the best, you know, like it was one of the best experiences ever. So Ty, I know what you're saying. I didn't rob her though. I didn't, I didn't rob her purse after <laughs> fella for fuck's sakes. 60 bucks. She ain't turned you into a man. If you're not stealing 60 bucks, 60 bucks. Right. Jesus <laughs> Christ. But, uh, clean her out. Then why don't you? Uh, I, I understand. That's a great, that's a great story, but, uh, I'm yeah. sure she'd probably say the 60 bucks was well worth it. If he was bringing the heat, especially because she gave him the clap. So the joke was on him. Eh? <laughs> Um, that was a great one. Up, Doc, you want to, you want to, should we read one more, Maxi? Sure. Yeah, go for Get it. Get in there. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's look here. Let's see here. Should we read Marv here? A couple golf questions or what? Fellas, Marv here from Denver. Quick hitters. Favorite track you played, track you most want to play. Favorite golf story from your days in the show? Keep it flying. R.I.P. Broadway. A little golf talk? Yeah, a little golf chatter. Favorite track I've ever played? Pebble Beach. Yeah, that was with you. That was Pebble's that was, unreal. That was a one of a kind. Pebble, uh, I, I love Pebble. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's got it's probably hard. I mean, Pine Valley with you. Pine Valley was nice, great. A nice time. But when you make that turn and you go from what is it? Three or four at, at Pebble? What's and then the, you get along the water and you're like, yeah, three's down the hill and then it's fucking. Four's boom. a little. So it's one's a par four, two's a par five, three's a little par three, four. When you get to four and you make that turn, you hit it down the hill and you got to hit up. You're like, here we go. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> epic. It is epic. Um, Shinnecock, what a track. Uh, tracks I would want to play. Uh, Augusta. Augusta is a nice time, yeah. Who do we got to suck off to get on Augusta? I mean, I've been there for a Masters. Have I you know. been there? No, I've never been yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to go for a Masters because I love Masters Week so much at my house, on my couch, but. I like golfing in Cabo. 
I love golfing in Cabo. Yeah, your golf game gets good in Cabo. Um, gets better. When I was in Nashville, I used to, uh, after practice, Mike Sillinger would always want to go play golf, and he'd have a six-pack on ice in his in his truck. Buddy. As soon as we were done, we'd we'd get in there, and he'd be, he'd be just, <laughs> and then we, you know, hit the first tee box, put the cart, you know, put the beers in the cart. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Gratton. Uh, I love Gratz. He was my, my second year in Tampa. He was our veteran guy. I lived on the golf course in Tampa. Uh, my buddy Mikey and him, same thing after practice, go right out there. Tunes on the cart. Gratz would have beers. I I mean, fuck, we almost played more golf than we did hockey that year. So it, it was a great time. He was a beauty, uh, beauty veteran guy for me. Um, Denver. I never played any golf in Denver. Quincy took me to one course, and then we played with Kiefer last yeah. year in the finals. I played that Cherry Hills. Yeah. That's sick. I always tried to get on Denver Country Club and never could. Never played Cherry Hills. Didn't play much golf in Denver. Yeah. Um, what about this one? Crazy fan story from Mark. Every tournament we went to as kids, my buddy's grandfather got kicked out. He'd be hanging over the glass yelling at the refs at least once, and he'd get kicked out for the day or the rest of the tournament. Another time... Kid that I played with in Pee Wee is about 6'3", 270. That's a big, that's a big kid. <laughs> in Pee Wee? But he was scared to hit kids because he never wanted to hurt them. He would just practice his dangles and let kids bounce off him. Parents would go berserk when he'd want to skate through kids. He did it in the nicest way, though, but he looked terrible at it. He had the old Sergei Fedorov skates and gloves back in the days. Magical. Uh, that setup on Fedorov was all time. Ed, that was all time. That was, I mean, when so he had, had the best. When style he had the white Nikes with the Nike bucket and the Nike white gloves, gloves. talk about full, fucking, yeah. yeah there was nothing Russian better. Russian assassin, yeah, nothing better. What was his nickname? Did he have one? Like the uh, Russian Russian, Russian missile? Uh, the, I, don't, I the, don't know. Uh, um, who was the professor? Was uh, Igor Larionov? Larionov, and then you were telling me um, the magic man was Dadsuk. So what was Fedorov's? Coxman. Pistol. So the like pistol. he. So you remember the old. You remember the old wool socks we used to wear when we first yeah. got in the league. Yeah. My first training camp, Fedorov. Just my second training camp, Fedorov signed with the Ducks. And I came into the. I was in the schlep room, right? But schlep I had room. to go get like a stick or something. I'm like, fuck! I needed some sticks or something. And he had cut off the old wool sock right at the very end where it goes up here in your, yeah, head, over your thigh. and put it on his head, and his hair was flowing through it. And I just looked at him like, fuck! Is he cool? Yeah. Like so the, he just cut. He so he cut, cut the old wool sock at, yeah. the, at the part that comes up by your cock where you put your yeah, garter yeah. belt. Yeah. He cut it there, wore it as a, as a beanie, and his hair was flowing through it. And I'm just like, I'm 20 years old, and I'm like, Guy's nasty. Huh? I wonder what he's doing after yeah, a fucking yeah. skate. Where's he's he going? going? to Miami. Where's he going? Well, he's going to Hollywood. <laughs> he's going to Hollywood. He's going to Hollywood. Was there a, I mean, listen. There wasn't a question. Was a I'm no, I, I, was, I was a kind of a, I mean, I've always been kind of a fat boy. Six three two seventy though in Pee Wee. What's he eating? Wonder Bread or the yeah, fucking Wonder day or what? Six you see three? the picture of this kid, this football kid that was twelve going around the internet. Did you see the picture of this kid when he was twelve? <laughs> no, but if he had his, you much, see how fat I, he was. I posted, Did he have as much back hair as he has now? <laughs> I posted a photo under that saying like twelve year old me versus this guy, and that guy is he has a full arm tattoo. I know. I, yeah, I said sick tatty. Yeah, <laughs> guys, did you see him running. He's got a fucking mustache too. I think. Yeah, he's twenty three, but they're saying he's twelve. Yeah. Oh, he is. I don't know. I mean, he looks like it. Yeah. Where's he from? Uh, I don't want to speculate. <laughs> I don't want to speculate on that. Let's not speculate. But let's let's talk facts here. Ever since you opened up a can of worm about parents, yeah, I don't know if it's like my phone heard you talking, but 
I get these clips now of parents getting tossed. Yeah, that's not The one parent yesterday called the game. He said, suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> and the one bum goes, oh, that's really nice. That's really nice language in front of the kids. He's like, let's not forget we're not playing fucking tennis here. I'm like, where is this guy? Like, where the fuck? And another one, this mom jumps up on the bench. Peeler tweeted out, she hits the ref three times in the head. Yeah. And she's like, just give it to him. The guy's like, guy's making fucking 20 bucks to call the fucking game. He's off him. <laughs> Right? She probably wants him. Man, Take she should have. Take the guy down. Up dog. My phone heard you now. It's like all I get is these parents. Parents out there, smoke some chill weed before you go to the game or have an up dog gummy and just let your kid play for fuck's sake. Yeah, right? Like, I have an indication. That teases us up perfectly for this next call here. All right. Fellas, short dog here. Resident hippie of the crew checking in. I, uh, I wanted to check in and see the, the best, uh, stone story of the up dog and good old obes <laughs> i know for me um i got a little too deep with the uh the good old substances early on and was woken up in the middle of the night at age 14 by two gentlemen who decided to take me to the utah wilderness and spend three months in the wilderness while i was in the midst of uh tearing up the high school hockey league of southern california so uh, you know things happen we live and we learn um, I grew up in Laguna, so I love hearing you guys chat about the uh, good old days of ripping around Newport. Um, love everything you guys do and bring to the table. Best pod and game. Cheers, boys. Oh, what was what was his name? Great uh, guy. Great guy. That was Short Dog. Short Dog from Laguna. Um, I've been baked with the Up Dog a lot. <laughs> First, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember when? Um, do you remember when we had our I like it our, a lot. Our big canyon party to get me in big canyon at Loops' house when Loops was going to join too. Oh, yeah. So, boys, I'll be honest. At the time, I was getting my suits. I was getting some suits made by, by a female that, you know, put the things together, boys. So, Updog texts me. He's like, where the fuck are you? This is your party. Yeah, I'm throwing I'm, I'm throwing a no, hosting party. Lo- Loops's. Oh, yeah. Loops' house yeah, for yes, me and yes. Loops to join Big Canyon. So, we had to have 12 members from Big Canyon come over. My two sponsors, Tom Doherty and, and Cart, put it together. And Uppy was uh, going to be already member, so he was there. And, and Uppy's like, "Where the fuck are you? Get over here!" I'm like, "I'm coming. Just I'm getting some suits. You know what I'm doing." So I get there, whatever the party goes on, and Loops' sponsor doesn't show up. So everyone leaves, and me and Updog, we get, when everyone leaves, we just get as baked as we possibly can. And you remember Loops' sponsor showed up late, <laughs> and me and Uppy were on the couch, and we couldn't stop laughing. Like we are just like we like the party was over. Poor Loops is trying to entertain one guy. Me and Updog are fucking cooked, and I'm just like we're oh. laughing beyond belief. And then the other time I remember is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, you, you can tell the other one I remember is you tell that one. Um, me and Updog were going to invest in a. A weed farm, right? A buddy of ours, we won't, we'll leave his name out of it, but he's like, we need 300 grand. And basically you guys are only ones putting the money in, right? So I'm like, all right, Upstock, this is what we do. We just get as fucking baked as we can and we'll see what the answer comes to us, right? So we get baked, we start laughing. Like, like 10 minutes in, we look at each other like, no fucking way we're giving these guys 300 grand. <laughs> But can we have some more of that tuba? Well, fuck, is this the stuff you're growing? Because we'll take a crop of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, so we hosted a 
three-man Thanksgiving party, right? Yeah, Luke's was playing in Russia. Poor bastard. We were at his house having Thanksgiving. Up dogs like, I got the turkey. I'm like, all right, buddy, let's do it. So not only going out to get the turkey and all the stuffing and the carrots and the potatoes, gravy, <laughs> but could- I'm like, fuck it, we need the gas mask. <laughs> so I go to the... Uh, I go to the weed store. I buy this fucking Darth Vader mask and it has the full like. The bong was this fucking inch, long on it. It had a 12 inch bong to the bottom of it. <laughs> we looked like a demolition man wrestling back in the day. You put it on, the bong went down. It was to full here. Breaking Bad style. Like, exactly. It had the eyes. And so I was like, I'll try this out first. And it was like probably noon. The first game was just like ending. Yeah, the and first we were hungry. And we had a night the night before. We had a Super Wednesday night before. So yeah. I'm like, get over here. I'm like, I'm coming, fella. I'm coming, I'm coming. So I'm like, someone videotaped this. Like, let's, let's, you know, I'm going to see how much smoke i can come out of my ears so it was like a one two like you know pull on the thing and then all of a sudden like the eyes the eyes started to fill up with smoke and started coming out of the ears and then i of course like i can't do those bong rips people who do bong rips are you know congratulations yeah look at crazy i don't know that's nuts um, anyway, I took this mask off and it, oh, it started, I was burping up weed smoke for the, the rest of the day. I remember like just and oh, the yeah. smoke would come out of my mouth. It was well, like hours later. Well, that wasn't the only one we did either. That was, you said the tone with the biggest one, but then we kept we kept hitting it and hitting it. And like, so this is so uh, Obi, I was so Obi, baked, Obi was so was baked so on the couch baked. that, you know, I, me and our buddy Joe were obviously doing things prepping the dinner we had like everything just in the stove and in well, yeah the, we got it from bristol farms yeah and then so i'm like hey obes just one one drill get up carve the turkey for us come back down and we'll just let it sit for I was like so, that's a lot to ask right now <laughs> he gets up and he, he goes to the kitchen he comes back you know 12 seconds later i'm like that was impressive so i stay on the couch we watch the rest of the quarter or whatever we go to we go to eat we come in this fucking nice big turkey was cut into like six slices just about three and a half inch turkey steak turkey steak boys (laughs) grab a turkey steak i'm like fuck it i'll have one of these legs (laughs) i was thinking about making it just a turkey fucking sandal i was like that's a good piece of beef there put it right in yeah it was uh I was on that big. I can't. So anyway, back to the bong. Last time I did a bong hit, I did it with Manchester's kids, and I lived in CDM back in the day. And I came out of their house. I was like, "Where am I?" I had to put in my phone. I was three streets from where I lived. Scary getting that high. That's what's scary. But people have like, you know, dude. When people have a bad story of like a weed gummy or something, (sighs) it's usually coming from just way too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I did a couple little. I did a couple of little puffs out of a vape and cobble there on the last night after you left. And I felt real nice. A little tequila and a couple of little vape puffs. Oh, nice. I felt good. Yeah. It's been a while. I don't know. I, maybe I should get back into Do you still smoke or no? no just I, the gummies, eh? No, I don't even take the gummies anymore. I, I do these calm gummies at night. We should They're get, like this little Yeah, this that's little what I have too. Calm? C-A-L-M. Is it a pink case? Oh, no, no. The company's not calm. No, no, no. That's, a, that's actually a weed gummy. This is just a magnesium gummy. Oh. They kind of... They act as a week. I mean, they chill me out. I sleep great. But I don't know. I'm on the wine program at night. Cool. Like, calm me down, watch a game yeah. after the kids go to bed. And then these calm gummies are nice. I got to get back. Maybe we should get baked here soon. Yeah. Just have uh, a, I, got a two, I got two. I got two vape pens at my house. Yeah. Maybe Thursday night. You want to get baked Thursday night? Yeah. Anyways, we're getting off topic yeah. here. But <laughs> when, 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 was, when was one time where you're like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> Guys, bro, I'm fucking baked. He's like this morning on the way in. On the, on the I want to say one more thing before you do. When I first started smoking weed, when it was the best, I remember my first yeah, hit of smoking weed. I was like, holy fuck, man. 
this is unreal. I remember sitting there sometimes being like, I'm so baked if my house caught on fire. Like, <laughs> I think I just call the fire department. I'm like, yo, hurry up, get over here, bro. <laughs> Binger, when was the first time you were like, wow, man. I've never had last like night? a, yeah, last night. I've never had like a, I'm totally like, I'm fucked. I'm way too high moment. But I've like, I remember in college on uh 420, me and my buddies, we got three supernatural joints that were this big. And we each had, each of us smoked one. And it, it was probably like an eighth. Each one had an eighth of weed in it, basically. And we ended up that night. We ordered Domino's. We put Dino Nugs on the Domino's pizza, bagel bites on the Domino's pizza, and t- chicken taquitos on the Domino's pizza. Rolled it up nice. into a burrito and had a night. Break out the Pepto Bismol. Um, holy fuck. <laughs> Heads up. Up, dog, grab those tums. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you just got me thinking Your about poor but, toilet bowl for fuck's sakes. I used to speaking of like I used to roll cross doobies. But you were the best. I used to love this uh, guy was the best doobie roller in the fucking national. Like, in bro. fact, if you just I, I could break up like an ounce right here and roll like six nice doobs. Why don't just, you guys come up to Santa Monica on Thursday or the weekend? We'll have a nice time at my I'm apartment. So is old. In the new year, I'll come up to yeah. I'll come up to fucking bum I'll come up to Hippieville there where everyone's like pissing and shit on the street. Listen, the art of rolling a doobie's gone now because you buy these doobs and they're perfect. You buy these pre-rolls. Yeah, yeah but what, man. Buddy, the one time you spun up like 40 doobies up on a roof. Yeah, I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, we get there. I'd bring the grinder, grind it, and then I'd put the filters, man, you know, my little cut up the business card, do the filthy. It's something about the process but my of my cross doobies were nice. Max, did you, you ever do, smoke weed? Or no, yeah. you're not a big weed yeah? I like college, yeah. And like a little bit. I mean. Did you ever do blades? Oh. I used to do spoons on the call on the on the oven with. Nah, sp- they weren't called spoons with the knives. Knives and on the old coil. I'll leave his name coil. out of it because he's. But this guy was a good Saskatchewan boy. I'll leave it at that. He's like, you ever do knives? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about, bud? Roll up little balls of weed, little tiny balls, right? Just keep put them on a plate. Heat up knives on a stove so they get hot, and then you tap it down, and then you tap it, and you do a. You put it underneath like a big Coke bottle. It's good for you. Gravity bomb. Gravity bomb. Oh, I'm the king of gravity bombs. Yeah, but what would you heat up the weed with? No, so you gravity bong, you get something like this. Yeah. You, you cut, cut this it, in half, of course. put it in water. You get a little thing on top tin here. Tin foil. Tin foil. And then cut you put some the holes. weed in there like, like it'd be the bowl. Okay. You light it up and as you and light you it up, pull you it, pull it, pull it, pull it, and smash and it down. And all this becomes smoke and then okay, you're Okay, I got clouds. something even better for you. Uh, so picture the two liter bottle, cut off the bottom, fill it up with ice, spin the thing around and shove it up there. And like, so it's, so now it's packed full ice, yeah. right? cut holes on the bottom of it and then do the same do the same thing so you're pulling it up but it's all full of like cold air ice it's nice wow we me and my friends would do you know like the water coolers from like the uh water (laughs) those big jugs delivery men bring yeah yeah Yeah. we would do those in pool you would put those in a pool you bring it up and that thing was you put it like an astronaut helmet you get underneath it oh and then what would you guys do? Just play video games? <laughs> they or fucking order food. And you, yeah. Then you, you get watch dino sports? nugs and tequitos. They eat food. The guy used to be fucking <laughs> yeah, that's 300 true. pounds. 200, what was your type? Uh, Can I just have you again? Junior year of college, I was 240. Fuck, that's good. 240. Now I'm 170. That's what I used to play at. Hey, speaking of turning the clocks back, smoking weed, remember the volcano? The first. Oh. I don't think I had the first Vaporizer, ever. Yeah. I had the first ever volcano in Philly, 2007. Fill up a bag, yeah. I bought it I bought it in uh, Center City, Philadelphia, and it was a staple. I mean, people used to come over on the road. Was it the first time you ever seen one in my place? Uh, I think we I think we've, we had one in Cincy. Did you? Same guy from Saskatchewan. I'll leave it at that. He, he bought it. Yeah. In Cincy? Yeah. Maybe. So, no, because... 
Well, Cincy would have been really early. I I remember I bought it in Philly, so 2008. Because you didn't play in Cincy in 2008, I don't think. No, I didn't. Maybe I'm, maybe we didn't. But the matter I think of it, we we were stolen the whole fucking time. Weren't we? <laughs> I, was, I mean, these kids are stolen too now. It's so much easier to get the the gummies. It's now. funny. I didn't smoke weed when I played junior, and then I got to pro when I started smoking weed. Yeah, and it helped me. It kept me in. I would well, have, I would have been out. I would have been out more than I was already out. I would just stay in, smoke some weed, play video games, and go to bed. If it was also legal and and okay with, it would help the you know the pill pandemic, right? It helped me get through school. Helped me with my stress. I mean, when it where came is to it, taking? Where everything. is it not legal anymore? It's That's what Texas, I mean. But back Texas, then, oh, if it yeah, was yeah. legal Wait, back then, and it wasn't looked and frowned upon in pro sports as much as oh, it yeah. was and is still, I think it would have changed. Uh, you know, the way we, we would have been openly talking about this as athletes. We wouldn't have had to put our towel down on the floor in the hotel room on the road. Yeah. We're smoking weed. No, put the towel still, there. Let's go in the bathroom. You Let's still would have. You still would have had to do that. <laughs> then you think you hear? I remember PA wigged out. PA made him smoked weed in Portland. He's like, man, the coach is coming. The coach yeah, is coming. Well, I'm like, for sure. breathe, bro, breathe, breathe. We're and, all right. you know, and you never used to know which was the like the weed that would make you go full paranoia. Like you could probably That's smoke some of the about. weed now and and sit in your room and not really worry about yeah. like, oh, if someone smelt it, like I'd just be like, ah, you know what? I had a quick puff. Yeah, it's funny. It's before you're like, I'm getting fucking. Just, you know, sent out of the country. Yeah, I, that's why I stopped smoking when I did because I was starting to get stuff that I was like, what the fuck am I smoking? But nowadays you go in there, you're like, give me the chill, give me this, give me that. I just don't smoke anymore because I think the munchies. Eh? Is this, was this podcast on weed? Right? I'll tell you what, I, I, I go back to when we were in Cabo, I did have that puff and I was laid in my bed and I'm like, fuck, I'm hungry. I went down and dummy two tacos. So that's why I don't smoke weed anymore. But uh, great, great call there. I don't even know who yeah, the hell it was, but dog, yeah. that was, wow, that was short just a good old fashioned, uh, Weed conversation, which is great. Uh, what do we got, Maxi? Fellas, it's Tone Capone back with another story to give the fellas a laugh. Let's call this story, they're not all tens or threes need loving too. So let me tell you about myself. I'm a house league beauty. Never sniffed AAA. Never mind the show like you fucking beauties. But the fellas and I always found ways to have a National League good time. So it's a Friday night. We're at the local establishment, which has a nightclub upstairs and a greasy strip club in the basement. So we're tearing up a rug with the fellas on the D floor when we realized we hadn't seen our buddy, the Red Wrench, in a minute. There's a pair of hefty honeys hitting on him a few minutes earlier. So I figured, hey, maybe he went for a drink with them. No more than five minutes after, my buddy comes taps me on the shoulder. He's like, hey, you got to go check the downstairs washroom. I walk in to use the facilities. My buddy... The wrench is in there getting his carrot washed by this girl. And this girl has her purse dangling on his ar- on her arm. And it was fucking sitting in the greasy toilet. Oh, So that was the last we saw of him that night. The next morning I get a call. It's the wrench. He asked me if I had been on Facebook that morning and I hadn't. He proceeds to tell me that the two chunky ladies from the night before that took him home posted a video on Facebook at 4 a.m. of them blowing him. I asked him on a scale of 1 to 10, what were they? He said, pushing 240. Fucking nose beers. The question I have for the boys is, what's the worst thing you've ever woken up to? Oh, oh. I don't Yeah. Worst thing you've ever woken up to. Fuck. I don't even know. Worst thing I ever woken up to. Well, now it's a fucking hangover. It's the worst thing I wake <laughs> up to, man. It's like someone hit me with a two by four in the fucking head. I don't know. I'm sure back in my, I can mean, I could tell a story. I'll tell one story. Um, I was in Portland at the time and the girl was, she was actually 
She was hot. She wasn't bad at all. She, she wasn't a heifer, but I got fucking, I got tuned up good. I went down to Portland. I was kind of sulking. I thought I should have been in the show. So I got tuned up pretty good that night. Went back to her place. Don't remember anything. You know, woke up in the morning and she wasn't in the bed and I was just kind of, and then she comes in. I'm like, hey, you want to, you know, go for some breakfast or something? And she's like, get the fuck out of my condo. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa calm down, calm down. Like, what happened? I don't like, you know, I was really drunk. She's like, you don't remember what you did in the middle of the night? I said, I don't remember. She's like, you got up, walked out of my bed, opened my dresser drawer and pissed in my dresser. And I was like, all right, I'm leaving on my own here. I'm leaving on my own here. So I guess I would say that was the worst thing that I ever woke up to. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe you do that. I'm out of here. Uh, but other than that, I don't think I ever woke up to like, I mean, if the girl was that bad, I, well, she wasn't spending the night, right? I would imagine. So, That's yeah. how I always did it. Yeah, like, if yeah. you know, I got my famous line was, I got a game tomorrow or I got practice. I got to get up early. You can't Yeah, it's over. never perfect to sleep over places, yeah. right? No. Yeah, so. Not when you got your own bed. You're being a little modest over there. You don't I want to tell to. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was years ago, but um, yeah. Anyways, um, we want to do one more. We, got a, we can do a couple more. Yeah, here. yeah. Here's, here's one. What's up, fellas? Calling from Newfoundland. Uh, oh, Newfoundland. Newfie. goes to the up dog because he played in Arizona. But we got a bunch of Newfies going to the waste management. Whoa. In uh, February, and we're going to do some golfing. Yes, boy. And a whole fucking load of drinking. Yeah, you will. So we'd love to know, uh, during your time in, Ar- in Arizona, what's the hot spots? What do you recommend doing? And uh, will you fellas be there checking out the waste management? And the Super Bowl's there that Sunday, too. So I imagine that would be a bit tangly. <laughs> Anyways, have a, a good one. Uh, love the show. And... Uh, don't be afraid to visit Newfoundland. Up dog, you talk about Newfies all the time. Let's fucking do it. All the time. That was Take great. Care. He sounded like hey, a Newfie there. Me all the time there. We need to I do miss a, Newfoundland. We need to do a fellow tour 100% to Newfoundland. Yeah, we're going to go. I mean, listen. We got to do it, buddy. My mom and dad are back there. They came to see me the last couple times to meet the kids. I got to bring the kids back there. I got to bring the boys back there. We got to see George Street. Got to see it in the summer. There's some good golf. We yeah. get out fishing, catch bring, some codfish. My dad will be yeah. so you fishing. the family, are you? I have to. Oh, fuck. Bro. That's not really a felter, but all right, we'll bring the family. Fuck it, right? Let's do it. <laughs> Sometimes no, Obes just forget I have uh, kids. Eh? I, I do you can't just I, go to Newfoundland to see fucking uh, see the family. You're right. The kids, uh, that's eh? true. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. But I do want to go. I've never been. You should go. It's fucking great. You should come. So I'm anyway, in. answer this I'm guy's in, call. He wants to know where to go in Scottsdale. You're the man to ask. I will be at the I Super mean, Bowl. No better, it's Scottsdale's like George Street down in Old Town. It's there's there's thirty bars yeah. within fucking one square block. Bottle blonde. Everything. And then there's some strip clubs if you want some strip clubs. There's a casino if you want a casino. There's fucking a hundred golf courses for him and his boys to go. You could even sneak the beers in your bag like a good newfie guy would. <laughs> you know. Is there a good strip club in Scottsdale? I've never been to one in Scottsdale. There is never uh, needed to. Yeah, there's one called Bourbon Street. It's good. Okay, that's good to know. It's good. To, I never, Bourbon I never even thought. One. I've never been to one of there. Because um, those boys might need a good strip club. You never know. Good newfies, right? Yeah. So what's it called? Bourbon Street. There you go, boys. Bourbon Street. Hey, if you at boys least are it was drunk. back 12 years ago. Yeah. I used to go there with Lulu's on. Let's <laughs> have a time. There we go. Now there, there we go. We have to talk. So um, <laughs> we got a good one here to end on. If, if you guys want to do one. All more. right. Shut, boys. Long time listener. Second time caller. 
no relation to Mac Al that I know of, but uh, us McLaughlins aren't afraid to delete a beer or 12. I'll tell you that for free. That's anyway, true. quick, quick uh, Vegas gambling story for you boys. Playing video poker at the bar with my brother and uh, get dealt for the five for the Royal. Tap my brother on the shoulder. I go, hey, watch this. Boom, fucking hit her. Get a thousand bones. My brother is all telling me to fuck all the way off back home. Fucking the day prior, I got four aces with a two for another 500 bones. So all in all, a quick uh, 48-hour uh, gambling heater. But uh, do you boys have any uh, Vegas gambling win stories? Uh, yeah, keep up the good work, lads. Cheers. Four aces with the two. I wonder who would who would be calling him down the stretch. Four aces. Um, I never had any wins in Vegas. I mean, my boy Loops, our boy Loops, I've seen Loops go on some fucking heaters, man. Heaters. Not yeah. Poker's a tough game to play in Vegas. You don't want to waste too much time on the tables. Oh, was it poker he's talking about? He was talking about poker. Yeah. Poker's good to play when you're flying with your boys or you're, you know, sitting around a, a tournament or you want to kill some time in Vegas and not get rinsed at the blackjack table. I'm nah, gonna go play poker. Fuck, it's hard. Poker's long. That's what I mean. So if you got like a couple hours where you're waiting for the boys or whatever yeah. and you don't want to play blackjack because you could lose ten grand, I would go play some poker at a low yeah, minimum table and have a couple cocktails and yeah, that's fold true. mostly. The thing about poker too is you got to play with these fucking nerds. It's a big time nerd fest. Unless yeah. you're sitting with your boys. Like I to me It's not like playing poker on the plane, is it? It's definitely not. Yeah. You go you go sit at a casino or you play in like a casino tournament and it's it's like computer nerds, man. These guys all they do is play online poker. It's fucking yeah. it's painful. Online poker was popular when we were in the league. Yeah. I used to play a little online poker in my room at you know, nights that I was staying in. Yeah, I mean, it, it took over television for yeah. 10 years. Plus. I mean, when we were in the league, that's when, like, the World Series of Poker was starting to really hum, right? Remember, yeah. like, Moneymaker and those guys? Like, yeah. that's when I remember I got into poker. I was like, fuck, I'll play with the boys. Um, Do you ever go on it? You're a pretty good. You're a good poker player. Yeah, yeah. I played in player. one World Series event in uh, in Atlantic City while I played for the Flyers. They put in my 10 grand entry Fucking fee. Fucking Flyers. They put in my 10 grand entry fee, and I played... I missed one day of training camp actually because I was uh, I kept going on. I played three full days. You missed training camp. I missed one day of training. They camp. They let you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I donated. I I I basically won like fifty fifty six thousand bucks. I donated all the charity. So there you go. I finished. I think I finished like twenty fifth out of like four thousand. Oops. Wow. Good plan. It was a three. It, I was there for three full days. It was. It was crazy. One more are we done there, Maxi boy? We can do one more. This is the Harbor Mouth Brothers. There's no way Obi's still fit in those 2XL Good Life shirts. So the question is, how is he getting them bigger? And where do us other chunky guys get them? I mean, they still fit me. The D, the double XL? Yeah. Yeah, Good Life. I mean, it fits tr true. I'm large. Yeah, it fits me pretty good. Golf gear, I'm medium. The golf I'm, gear I'm a double big. X. I'm a double X all the way through. Wish my cock was double X. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Harbor Mouth Bros. Harbor Mouth Bros. If you're not fitting a double XL, buddy, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that's all they make them. You got to, you know, you got to, you got to, you, you, you got to stay in double XL. If you get over double XL, that's when, you know, fuck. Then, you're, then you got to go to, you're going to the big and tall stores, right? You don't get, like, you're not getting much selection. Yeah, that's like, true. If you go more in double XL, as your fashion's gonna take your true. fashion's gonna take a hit. I don't think this guy's got much fashion by the, sound, <laughs> by the sounds of things. I don't know. I'm not one to judge here, but 
you got good style. You can judge. I was yeah. actually looking for some new threads for Aspen. There you got my wheels turning the other day. So what are you looking at? I was just looking at jackets, but I'm not, I'm too cheap to pay. I'm just going to wear the one I wore last year. Cause what about Bex? Yeah, I can maybe hit Bex up, but I don't want to spend any money on anything. I'm just going to rock the one I rocked last year. So we can end on another beauty story if you want from Let's one of our uh, repeat callers here. Yeah. Friend of the pod. Fellas, RJ Parle here. Parler. Pretty sure if I get on, that's a record three times in a row. Uh, okay. Put in my name for the curfew cup, so hopefully I get it in there. But anyways, my story is I'm at a beer league tournament one time, and I got a buddy who is a, a little person. Looks like a guy of jackass. And uh, we're at strip club, and he gets kicked out. And, of course, you know, I go all out, super eight. So I get the penthouse suite. Has jacuzzi in it. I come home, unfortunately, came home alone, and there he is floating in my jacuzzi suite with uh, some arm wings on, little arm floaties. Anyways, uh, do you guys have a story like that? And also, have you guys uh, left a deal on the table or took a deal that you regret? Thanks, fellas. Hope to see you soon. Yeah, I do. I wish I would have, when I signed my extension with Denver, I wish I would have fought harder for a no move or a modified no move. I should have like, I should have turned it down and tested the market because they wouldn't give me a modified no move. And it ended up fucking costing me because I got traded to Calgary next year. And Calgary had offered me like 500,000 more to sign there. And I didn't sign because of Bob Hartley. And then I signed with the Avs and didn't take. So that's the one. There, I should, yeah, there should be more. There should be more. At that like, point in my career, I deserved to have some control of where I was yeah, going. Yeah, no, for sure. And it puts, it puts some fucking like responsibility on these GMs to like own up to their deals. Yeah. And I said to Sherman, I said, Greg Sherman was a GM at the time. He got fired the next year and Sackick took over. But I'm like, Sherman, if you want to trade me, I will not. I don't want to stay here if you don't want me, but yeah, I yeah. want to have some say in where I'm fucking going. Like this, this will be my 10th year in the league or ninth year in the league. Like I've earned the right to, you know, be able to talk to you about it. And, you know, and he said, we don't do that here. And I ended up buckling. And then another shitty deal was you. When I took the two way in Florida, I should have just fucking went home and started skating with the boys here and fucking waited her out. Yeah, you would have got a call for I sure. I would have got a call for sure. Instead, you got stuck in the, the talent. I got down in San Antonio. In the- I got to play the power play down there. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> First unit power play. So, um, up dog, you don't regret any deals. You made fucking tons of cash, don't you? I mean, down the stretch, it was, I would have taken, taken anything. Yeah, you got paid early, though. Paid early, yeah. No, I, I just my my first year, like my first contract, which was three years, ended up sliding two extra years. It caught co- it cost me a bunch of money because I didn't play enough games. So like I, I played my first game at nineteen. Had Poil, I played had Poil. I played ten, I would have slid. Poil. So my three year entry level deal took me till I was twenty five, which fucked me because you know your second contracts when you make. A little bit of money. Yeah. So I, 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 remember you, I remember when you got that nice ticket there, July 1 with the Panthers. You came rolling in for the loops. It's July 4th I mean, party. Scored 22 goals. It got you I paid. was looking at you like, ah, that's got to be a nice feeling there, fella. Got to be a nice feeling. I know. God. Did you have fun that Bring day? back. I was in Newfoundland. No, you weren't. Well, not for July 4th. You weren't. You were at Loops' house. And there was an epic story that I won't tell on the air for you, but uh, Biz was there. Do you remember the story I'm talking about? Did that, no, that was... Was that not the year? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. I think it was the year before. Because I was... Yeah, because I, I was in Newfoundland the day I signed that deal for Florida, which well, is July been, 1st. You could have been back on the 4th. Yeah, that's true. Actually, Were you living in Mission Viejo when you signed the deal? Do you remember? I think you might have been, weren't you? Maybe. 
driving in and out. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Maxie Binger, great idea. Thanks for our callers. Um, listen, I think Curfew Call is a great idea. I love getting to know the boys. Lots of beauties that listen to the podcast. Yeah, so. I hope, uh, hope this was enjoyable for yeah, the listeners. It was great. Curfew Calls, Heads up with the bongs. <laughs> oh, see. I swear you're wrong. I came into this motherfucker hundred grand strong. Nine to be exact from grinding cheap packs. Put the shit in motion, ain't no rewinding me back. Could make 40 on a brick, but one rhyme could beat that. And if somebody would have told him that hoe would sell clothing, not in this lifetime. Wasn't in my right mind. That's another difference that's between me and them. <laughs> I smarten up, open the market up. One million, two million, three million, four. 18 months, 80 million. We specialize in die-cast metal miniature gun models that you didn't know you've been looking for. Called Goat Guns. Ah, yes, Goat. They are the greatest of all time gun models you can display on your desk, buy, build, and collect them. We offer a 90-day return policy if you don't love yours. Start your collection at GoatGuns.com.